Rusty Quill presents. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is entry 3101, titled Aranea, written by an exchange member going by the name... Oh. Uh, give me a second. Uh, cassette label's a little bit faded. Uh, written by an exchange member named Alex C. Talander of the Ostium Podcast. Oh. That's cool. And, oh, hey, look at that. Recorded by Kira Apple of the Superstition Podcast. I killed my mother being born, and my father never forgave me for it. 
I did not fully understand this until much later in life. Had I known, perhaps I would have acted on it sooner. But I was a child. A helpless child. The year was 1755. For my first four years of life, I imprinted on various mother figures and nursemaids my father would find to look after me, and just when I thought they were there to stay, they would disappear to be replaced by another stranger. This was just the beginning of my father's growing hate for me and his need for revenge. When I turned five, things changed drastically for me. This was when my father truly embraced his evil, enacting a plan he had no doubt been working on for years. Gone were any women in my life. It was just the two of us now. And before long, my father took me down to my new home. Little did I know it was to be my indefinite prison. The basement of the house we lived in. It was an unused and forgotten place, accessed by a long flight of rickety stairs. I had no idea what was happening as he took me down each step, deeper and deeper into darkness. When we reached the bottom, he tossed me to the dirty ground where I grazed my hands and knees and immediately began crying. He let out a sound of amusement and then headed back up the stairs. I was paralyzed, unable to believe or accept what he was doing, what was happening to me. Then the door slammed closed, followed by a distinctive locking sound, sealing me in complete darkness. I cried for I don't know how long. Then I screamed in rage at my father. Eventually, exhaustion took a hold of me, and I slept there on the dirty floor. He returned what I assumed to be the next day. I was unable to correctly tell the passage of time, and hope blossomed within me like a comforting warmth. He came with a lit candle and a collection of other items I did not recognize. In his face, he betrayed nothing. It was as if he did not recognize me. He put the items down, then grabbed me and threw me to the floor and then kneeled upon me, trapping me upon the ground, my back to him. He ripped open the back of my tunic and told me not to move. From the implements he had brought, he began to carve a sigil into me with blade and ink and powder. The pain was excruciating. I cried and screamed, but it had little effect on him. Many years later, I would come to know that my father had dabbled in the blackest of magic, but too much of a coward to perform the ritual upon himself, he used his very own daughter as a test subject. Little did he know the fate it would cost him. Over the days and weeks and eventually months, he would bring me scraps and a small vessel of water two times a day, and that was what I was expected to survive from. That was what was supposed to nourish me and allow me to grow. The wound slowly healed. Hunger became my only companion, as my body yearned for sustenance. I became furious at my father again for treating me in such a way. I searched the basement for anything I might find useful, but there was nothing down here 
except for the walls, the floor, and myself. As the hunger became worse, causing me great pain as well as making me so very weak, I crawled around on the floor in search of anything I might be able to consume. And then I came across something that made me start at first. A cobweb, its host long dead or at least having abandoned its home. But it was something physical, something not attached to the ground or walls, and therefore something that could be consumed. I ate my first cobweb. It was sticky and hairy and so very bitter, but it was a small something solid in my stomach. Then I ate another, and another. By the tenth cobweb, I didn't mind the taste so much anymore. By the sixteenth, I stopped. Somehow, there was now enough cobweb material in my stomach to make it tell me I was full. As I had been blindly reaching around the corners and crevices of the basement, I could tell there were many hundreds more cobwebs, which meant I had a supply of food now within my prison, which gave me a feeling I had not felt before down here. Hope. I also knew a number of those cobwebs were likely spiderwebs, meaning they still contained an owner, an inhabitant, which meant I had another means of sustenance available to me if need be. After the hunger and stress and cobweb hunting, I was again exhausted and lay down on the dirty floor once more and was soon asleep with a stomach full of cobwebs. Time continued to pass by in my dark prison. My father delivered the scraps and I continued the charade of fear and starvation, while most of the time I was well satiated. It wasn't long before I was consuming those aforementioned spiderwebs, and the host must not have known what was happening, for I was also eating the spiders now, too. The first arachnid was like the cobweb, oh, so bitter, but also different. The wriggling legs tickled my tongue and the insides of my cheeks. It was a big spider, and my mouth was still small. When I bit into it, the ichor burned with a whole new level of bitterness. I quickly swallowed, and the gagging taste was worth the feeling of something solid passing into me, to be turned into sustenance. It was a big basement, and I knew there had to be many cobwebs and spiderwebs and spiders inhabiting it. But at the same time, I was consuming them at an alarming rate, and it seemed like after some weeks I should run out that the basement should be free of webs and arachnids, possibly for the first time ever. And yet, it never happened. Looking back on it now, I almost wonder if the world of spiders had some inkling as to what was happening in that basement. What was happening to me? It was a number of weeks before I noticed anything different. Perhaps even a month. I cut my finger on the sharp edge of a stone or perhaps a piece of metal, something on the ground. I stuck it in my mouth, a sharp, coppery taste. If I had still been starving, I may have been unable to stop myself from hungrily sucking. A short while later, 
I checked my wound. I obviously couldn't see anything, but it felt like there was something covering the cut. I stuck my finger back in my mouth and tentatively touched it with my tongue, expecting pain, but there was none. It was both soft and rough at the same time somehow. I nibbled with my teeth and was able to rip off the covering, which I promptly swallowed. The texture and the taste were all too familiar to me. It was a very small bit of spiderweb. I put my tongue back on the wound, which now hurt a little, and then I felt tiny tendrils growing over the cut underneath my tongue. It scared me enough to pull my finger from my mouth. I ignored my finger until I felt tired enough to go to sleep. The following morning, I checked my finger once more. There was still a bit of spiderweb covering it. I ripped it off again with my teeth and underneath found the cut to be fully healed. Then I swallowed the bit of web. It was some days later I discovered the next alteration to my being. Upon my waking, I discovered strange protuberances, or nubbins, on the edges of each of my digits. This included my fingers, thumbs, and toes. They were small and barely noticeable, except that there were ten of them, and therefore hard to miss. I had no idea what they meant or if they could do anything, until after I'd been delivered by first serving of leftover scraps, and a small vessel of brackish water. I was still famished, and set about finding a new collection of spider webs. At this point, I decided I must have found all the cobwebs, and all that remained, must be fresh spiderwebs being spun by the spiders that remained unconsumed. To find them, I had to run my hands along the walls, waiting for that titillating, hairy feeling of tendrils. It happened as soon as I touched the wall, with both hands, which was very odd. I could feel a web on each finger and as I pulled away from the wall, I could feel it coming out of each finger. I was now making my own webbing. That was certainly something new that I hadn't expected. I pinched my fingers together and found I had a strong piece of webbing. Very strong. Then, with a thought, it was severed. I could control the making of webs with my very mind. On a whim... I reached out to the wall with my hands once again and this time created a very small tendril with each finger. I then tried to pull myself upwards and felt my hands sticking to the wall as if they were attached. I pulled one hand free and then placed it higher and did the same. It stuck as if it were part of the wall. I then reached with my feet and felt them attach. Now was the moment of success or failure. Lifting my whole weight, I rose up onto the wall with ease, and then proceeded to climb it to the very top, to the ceiling and then across it for some distance. I hung there with little strain, like a... spider. When my father came later, 
for my second ration of scraps, I was ready for him. I hung where I had been before, on the ceiling, in anticipation. As he came down the stairs, I could feel the vibrations through the surface and in my fingers and toes. It gave me a clear image of where he was and confirmation that he was drawing closer. He reached the place where he usually left me his excuse for food, but then paused when he didn't hear me. I could sense his uncertainty. I waited for it to grow stronger, to slowly change into something else. Fear. Then, I let go and turned, landing on top of him with my line of webbing ready. I quickly slipped it around his throat and pulled as tight as my strength would allow. It was no longer the strength of a five-year-old girl. Oh, no. Now, it was much greater. My father began choking very audibly, flailing with his arms. He fell forward to the ground and I held on tight, never giving any advantage. I continued to pull tighter and harder. There was a tearing sound, a ripping sound, as his blood was spilled. His breathing became wet and very ragged and weaker. It wasn't long before his movements slowed to barely anything, and then permanently stopped. I released myself from him and took a deep breath. I could smell new, fresh scents on the wind coming from the open door at the top of the stairs. I quickly began ascending and soon reached my freedom. Tiny Terrors is an anthology horror podcast produced by Pulp Audio and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. This episode was directed by Cole Weavers, with sound production and editing by Mike LeBeau. To find additional information or to join our Patreon for additional content and ad-free episodes, visit our website, www.tinyterrorspod.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Tiny Terrors Pod. Or join the Pulp Audio Discord by clicking the link in the description below. Rate and review us on Spotify and Apple. And finally, thanks for listening. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 